I'm O'Day. That's Vicky. I'm me. You're you. We are we. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> no, corny. The You, Me, oh We goodness. podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the You, Me, We podcast. I'm O'Day. I'm Vicky. And this is. Damn, so no 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 no. So we're not no. Listen, hold on. We're not going to say what episode this is because <laughs> we're actually going to be recording a lot of bulk episodes. So I don't want to say this is episode blah blah blah, and then we air this like ten months from now. See. True. So welcome back to our latest episode of the You Me We podcast. And, said that. and of course, uh, I am rocking the latest You Me We fashion. My You Me We hoodie, the one hoodie that we're passing around right now. <laughs> uh, don't worry, we have another hoodie on the way. It should be here uh, by Friday, or so that's mine. It's a red one. What? Anyways. So we have a special guest with us this after this evening. Um, or whenever you're listening to this. We actually have two guests. We have one guest in the building that um, might join us on the mic, but she's may in the, or may not. She's in the background. <laughs> but I'll pass it over to Vicky to introduce our guest for the uh, for this episode. Yes. So today we have Janine. And Janina's very, very accomplished. So I'd rather she just give herself the proper intro because she, are for real, like, so many things. You accomplished so much from, like, books and the tea and, and just, like, sp- like speaking. And it's it's so much that I, I, I feel like you have to give yourself that proper intro. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, so my name is Janine. Um, thank you guys for having me, first and foremost. And I'm over here, like, literally laughing as I hear you say this, because in my mind, I'm like, I'm not accomplished anything. <laughs> <She's like, laughs> I ain't never did nothing. But um, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Um, so I guess what Vicky is alluding to is that I am an author. Um, I've been talking about being an author, I think, since I met Vicky, or yeah. since I've known Vicky since yeah. we were little. I've always talked about writing books and being an author. And so at this point, I am getting ready to launch my fourth book, this spring. She's like, I'm not accomplished. I told you. She's like, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I'm not really accomplished. I'm just writing my seventh bestseller for New York Times. That's all. Just a little yeah. something, something. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, hear me out. My dreams are so much bigger than what I'm doing right now. I promise you. That's why. <laughs> I'm still trying to write my first, um, like, poem. <laughs> Taste roses are red. <laughs> all right. Um, but, yeah, I am uh, I'm a speaker. I love to speak at different events and empower uh, women and Latinos to go out there and get, you know, get shit done. Sorry, get stuff done. It's okay. And, We're in a duck um, podcast. It's, it's okay. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. What else do I do, Vicky? Your I do tea? a lot of stuff. I just, oh, yeah. I sell tea. Um, I always thought that, you know, books and just sitting on the couch and drinking some tea kind of go together. So I started to sell yes, some tea do. at my own tea line. See, she has her yeah, own tea line all day. You see what I'm saying? Like, she's like, oh my god, I haven't done anything, but I've I've written four books and I have a tea line and um I, I speak and I empower see. women and I'm like, wait, <laughs> today I was accomplished because I did laundry. <laughs> I did my son's laundry. That's what made me accomplished today. So we definitely got to get some of your tea over to the studio because I'm, per- I'm a tea person. Tea. Um, so definitely yeah, you will. Oh, Oday, okay. Oday, you don't understand. Your your arm could be hanging off, and Oday will be like, "Just drink some tea. You'll feel so much better." <laughs> That's how it I'm works. Like, That's how it Dominican works. The, yeah, and the Dominicans <laughs> are like, "Go get the vaporu." <laughs> we get tea because everything you're feeling, whether your head got chopped off or your stomach hurts, it's probably gas. 
So, <laughs> so not only are you an accomplished author, um, um, uh, uh, an accomplished tea maker, um, you're also an accomplished parent. Yes. And that's actually why we have you here on the show, on, on, on this episode. Um, so first, tell us a little bit about you as a parent. Me as a parent, I would have to say I'm one of those cool moms. <laughs> um, and it actually, it this year, my son finally acknowledged that I'm pretty cool. He's like, you know, you're pretty cool. <laughs> Prior to that, but you ain't that bad. <laughs> Um, prior to that, he didn't think so. But as a parent, um, I try to give my son everything. Just, I'm just so, I love that kid so much. So <laughs> I just, as a parent, I try to take him to as many vacations and places that he can see the world and teach him new things and try new activities. And I have very vulnerable and open and raw conversations with him. Um, I, I'm very affectionate with him and I always tell him how much I love him and uplift him and tell him, you know, you're amazing or, you know, I just always try to have a positive mindset around him um, mm -hmm. because I, you know, he's little, I'm, I'm tiny and he's little like me and I've always told him like, hey, you're going to get bullied like a lot. Like, <laughs> Your life's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, like you need to have a tough skin and so that's, that's the kind of parent that I am with him. And I appreciate that because I can't wait to like when my son's old enough, we can have those honest conversations. Tell yeah. him I could tell him he ain't shit. Wow, um, day. <laughs> I'm over here like, yeah, me too. That's not the honest conversations I was referring to, but okay. <laughs> but, mo but but most important about most important about your parenting is that you are you are you're you're co-parenting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, I am. And I know for some people, for some, some for a lot of people, some people probably heard me say that and they got triggered. Yeah, some people <laughs> were like, "Girl, I feel your pain." Um, and for some, it's not always pain, right? Yep. So correct. So for you, well, okay. I grew up. I, I was talking to a friend today. I grew up. Um, I guess being co-parented is that the right yeah. term? Um, but what was what was interesting about my co-parented situation is that. I lived with my mom. Me and my sisters grew up with my mom. And my dad lived maybe six blocks away from us. Yo, for real. Damn. So we all lived in the same area. So yes, they were co they co-parented, but I feel like the distance de definitely played some kind of role in um, the, how, frequency. Uh, the frequency, how easy the situation is. So what's your co-parenting situation like right now? Um, well, he, as far as the distance, he lives about 10 to 15 minutes from me. And we strategically plan like our, he, ha he owns a house, but I make sure that I live close to them just so that it's easy for us um, when picking up, dropping off, school events, all of that. Um, I would love to live on the other side of town, but that's just not a priority right now. My son is a priority. Wow. Um, and as far as parenting, I will say that it's not painful and it shouldn't be, um, which is why I wanted to get on here and share with you guys like what we do to co-parent and have it be a healthy relationship. And like I said, yeah. a lot of people I feel need like this it. Will be, yeah, this is going <laughs> to yeah. be a ben very beneficial conversation because even just that, even the whole, I want to live on the other side of town, but that's not priority. Like my son is the priority, making sure that I stay near, you know, making sure that we stay near each other as parents is the priority for the child. Even, and then <laughs> as opposed to like other parents are like, I'm out. I got this job so, opportunity five states away. You better figure it out how you going to yeah. see this kid because I'm out deuces. Yeah. My, I get it. I mean, 
I think the kids should be priority always. But it, it's it's my okay. I hope she doesn't mind me putting her business out there. Like my sister co-parents. I hope she don't mind oh, you she... putting her business out there. <laughs> it's her birthday gift. It's her birthday today. <laughs> I didn't tell you that. You should have known. I know. Um, her okay, good. It's her birthday. I so she co-parents, I and I want to say. I don't want to give her too much credit, but I want to say she moved. Um, she moved closer. She moved closer to to my my nephew's dad, and I'm sure he probably appreciated that because one, I mean, they weren't like in the same state, but she definitely moved a shorter drive right. than it would have been from Brooklyn all the way to where where he's living. Um, but like Vicky said, I'll be honest. If I'm, I, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> If Vicky and I are co-parenting and I got a chance to get this great opportunity um, career-wise in West Minnesota, Kansas. I don't know. That, that's, that's a oh, state. in Kansas City In Kansas state. City, yeah. In Kansas, in Kansas City State. <laughs> <laughs> I could see myself, I could see myself taking, taking it because I might even tell myself this opportunity will put me in a better financial position to take care of my son or my, or my, my, or my daughter. Mm. Um, yes. While some people might say, you know what? Yes, there's that, but there's also the thing about distance and being close to them and being around them well have you had to um face any situations like that Mm, oh well actually yes i did live in miami for three to four years and yeah this was uh three years ago i moved back to arizona so my son was going back and forth he would do one year in arizona one year in miami and then go back and forth between holidays. And then it wasn't until my son told me that last year we were there, he said, Mom, so um, I'm going back with my dad this year, and I'm not coming back. He, like, just Damn. told me straight up. I think he was, yeah, he was, like, eight. He's like, I'm not coming back. And then that was it. Like, that's all I needed to hear for wow. me to say, okay, like, that's it. And so I decided... Uh, within six months, I had moved. I donated all of my things, and we moved back to Arizona. And I made the decision to be here so that we're close to his dad. Wow. So yeah, I get I, I get it. Um, and that's why I said we we I I consciously live 15 minutes from his dad's house so that we are a good close blended family. Because him going back and forth was just not working for us. Now, how easy was it to make that agreement, like that initial agreement of one year with me, one year with you? Because I, I, I would assume some people would be like, no, he or she's going to stay here. Yeah, I like to play fair. I don't think it's fair yeah. for his dad to be away from him. I mean, normally the kid would stay with the mom, but is that fair? And he is a great dad, so why should I tell him, no, you can't? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was very easy, even though it was really, really hard. Um, but just that's what made the decision a lot easier for me was to move, just move back. I think the hardest thing for some of our listeners is going to be the fact that, um, you guys are doing something rare. You're acting like mature adults. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. So. Way to get this. We're trying to build a Yumi Me community all day, not yo, tear them apart. No, but let's be honest. I know for a fact there's a bunch of people listening right now, like, not me. Like they can't understand. Like, so, so then let me, let me ask. Let me ask you this, um, Janine. Did you did you always have such um, a good relationship with with the father of your son, or did you guys have to like, you know, work at it so that you can get to this point? Because I think that a lot of people, you know, they just they they have that friction and then yeah. they just like this is how it's gonna be and this is how we are and that's it. 
So um, if I can be completely honest with you guys, um, me and him fell off. I mean, we, we decided to separate. We just weren't right for each other. Um, we grew apart. And I know I had to take ownership of my own life and my own decisions and take responsibility for my actions. And I realized that a lot of issues that we had or maybe fights or argument was because of me. I I had a very bad postpartum and I was just moody. I, I just would argue with him for no reason. Um, so once I started to work on myself and I started to realize there really is no point in arguing with him because there really like there's no reason, you know, um, things started to change between us. But I'll tell you what moment uh, everything shifted for me. One of the times that I was here, I came to visit them for Thanksgiving it was my turn to visit. So I came to visit him and my son had a fever <clears throat> and his stepmom at the time we weren't close or anything like that. Um, we had just met a couple times. Uh, she was like, you know, we, she, she was so worried and she's like, I need to go to the supermarket to get him Tylenol. I need to go. I need to go. So I was like, okay, like I'll go with you. We'll get him Tylenol. The kids need diapers, whatever it is. So we went together and then just seeing her so worried about my child, like while I wasn't there and her stepping up as a stepmom is what really changed my perspective on the whole thing, a complete like 360, because I was like, this woman is here. She has really no business or no, um, she could have all of the malice intent to be like, this ain't my kid or treat him like crap, but yeah. she never did. She always loved him. And to know that she loved him so much to the point where she was like, I just need to go get him Tylenol because he has a fever. Like to me, I was like, this, this, my child is being taken very well care of while I am not here. And um, that just made it so much easier to get rid of any um, arguments or just dumb, you know, sometimes you just get into those dumb conversations or arguments with your significant other. It's like, there's no point in it. We call those Mondays around here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so did you, was there ever any, like, um, any, like when the stepmom came into the picture, was there any problems there? Cause like, that's also another thing too. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine. I can't. <laughs> don't bring nobody around my son. Right. Like, was there a lot of yeah. those, like, I don't want nobody around my kid. I, I need to know them. I need to meet them. Don't and, be calling her mom. Don't be calling yeah, him dad. Yeah. 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 Like, how did you guys handle that, like, the 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 new people mm. in the dynamic? When I moved back here, they had my son, and they already had two other children. So he had already, they already had three kids total. Wow. So when I moved back, I think she was pregnant, and um, there might have been gossip or people in her ear telling her, like, oh, she moved back for him, you know, gossip. Mm. And she just confronted me one day and she was just like, you know, this is what I'm hearing. And I was like, God, no. I was like, no, I don't want him. I was like, I'm <laughs> here for my son. You know, I was like, no. I was like, and you guys are perfect for each other, you know? And then what helped too was um, about five months later, I ended up getting into a very serious relationship and they met the guy too. So I think that put her at ease is that, oh, she's moved on. Like she's starting her own life. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. There are times or there were times at the beginning where he would say mom to her, you know, and you're just like, oh, my God, that hurts. Mm, you feel it. You, I, I felt but, it. 
Yeah, it it did at the beginning, but then after, like I said, that's all ego. And once you realize that this person truly loves my child, and she truly is a mom to him, she's like mm-hmm. um, amazing, you know. So there's no reason for me to be upset. Did you ever and, want? Um, did you ever so want to have he, the conversation about, you know, about your son calling her mom? No, I never did, just because I'm adult enough to understand that she is. She oh, may not be his biological mom. She may not be his biological mom, but she is his mom, you know? And I Whoa. completely, Whoa. 100% <laughs> trust her. So you're next. Oh, my girl. Yeah. <laughs> you're, listen. Girl, do you I know? Have, I will drop it on site. Yeah, but do you know how much internal work I've had to do with myself to get Yo, this? that wow. is, that is, I know. Cause when, years ago. when you said, when you said, yeah, because yeah, that's just, that's just ego. Bruh. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I was thinking the I same. am mom. <laughs> So your there fifth, is one. So your fifth book has to be how to be a mature adult. Like seriously, because not it's not it's not mature adult. No, but how is. do you no? Because it's deeper than that. It's how do you how do you check your ego? Yeah, how do you check your ego? Yeah. My God, yo, you know. <laughs> it, but that that makes sense, right? Because a situation like that requires like some intense work. Because now. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you have a kid, you have an idea of how things are going to be. And then when they don't go that way, it's hard not to become resentful when someone else is like carrying on with their life. And you're like, oh, my God, now I'm in this situation. I didn't want to be in this situation. And then to to go from that to like you're cool with somebody, you know, like with the with the stepmom being called mom. And it, it's it's just that is true that that's that. that that requires an intense and immense yeah. amount of internal work. That's crazy. And girl, because me ten years ago, I would have flipped out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, girl, you're I'm from Jersey. Different... I don't know. <laughs> What's this West Coast? Different story. What is this West Coast air you've been breathing? <laughs> Bottle that up and send it out here. So, to what to what extent is it? Because I know some some people are probably hearing this, thinking about the whole like um. When Vicky first told me that, you know, there's that whole blended family dynamic. He was like, nope. Well, I, I heard you say you guys, um, like you visit and you spend time there. Like, is it like to the point where you are cool enough to the point where you guys can vacation together? Um, I don't know about vacation. I mean, we probably would, but we've just never done it. Um, but we are a blended family. Like, my son has soccer games, so I see them every Sunday. They invite me over for dinner sometimes. And like I said, they have three, now they have three other kids, um, two boys and a girl. So the girl, she's still um, only one years old. But the two boys, I bring them with me. So I have three kids sometimes on the weekends and wow. they sleep over here. And I take I take them to the zoo or I'll take them out to eat um, just so that they can all do something together. And um, what else? I mean, I get invited to all of their family functions. That's so crazy. when there's a quinceanera. Yeah, when there's a quinceanera, they all still treat me like I'm a part of the family, every single person. Um, and it's because we've been able to withhold or uphold that relationship. That is um, amazing. So I would I say, mean... yeah, we are a true blended family. Don't get any ideas, Vicky. I'm looking at O'Day like, yo, don't you even think, yo. <laughs> I already told you, once you put the ring on, it's for life. It's it's hard for us because we to know for a fact. Death do his part starting now. We Damn know it. for a fact, um, me and Vicky, we know that we couldn't even do it with our dog. No, we couldn't do it with the dog. I, I legit was like, I will retain an attorney and I will sue you. 
<laughs> so, it's my dog. So to hear to hear other people do it so so well, you know, but but you admitted that There's it does hope. take time. That honestly, like just hearing it, there is hope to know that like not all is what we're accustomed to seeing mm-hmm. with people who co-parent and have a very very bad relationship. Like I constantly hear like, yeah. no no no, we switch kids at the police station because I, I just can't. I know. And I'm of like a couple. yo. That sounds insane, dude. Like, you brought children, multiple children into the world together, and you guys are meeting at police stations? Imagine Come what it's doing bro. to that child. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, nah, that's too much. But that's what, but you know, like, it's, we hear it so much. It's the norm. We can literally think of a bunch of people whose mm-hmm. situation is like that. Um, so it, it is, it is kind of like a breath of fresh air to hear someone our age um, say, like, you know, I have a healthy relationship with, the father or the mother of my child and you know we are a true blended family we all love each other we all respect each other you know like it, it's it is very refreshing and there is like that ray of hope like okay if i were in this situation now i could be like oh i know someone who has a good relationship mm-hmm. so i could be like that too instead of like nah it's just got to be sour that's the only way i know well, and I'll take it a little deeper with you guys, too. We've never done anything through the courts, so we don't do um, child support. We do everything as adults. Like, we split down the la- like down the middle if we need to on different things, but we've never done anything, absolutely nothing through the courts. And it confuses the school because the school, you have to fill out forms, and they have to have, like, court-ordered documents on who, like, what the custody situation is. Oh, yeah. And I literally, like, I cross out that, <laughs> I cross out the form, and I say, we don't go through the court. You just write adults. And when I, yeah, we're adults. And so when I go pick up my son, I usually pick up the other two. And mm. so they're usually, like, they're always questioning, like, so can you remind me again? Or you're not the mom, right? I'm like, I'm his mom, but not his mom. And they're like, but is she okay? And I'm like, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can see how that's so confusing. They're just like, how do you guys, this, how do you guys get along so good? Yeah. This is not the norm. And I'm like, it's just, that's how our family is. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. And just so that anyone wondering, right? Because unfortunately, we all have a little bit of petty in us. A little bit. <laughs> a little, like everyone. Everyone has a little bit of petty in them. You guys, what's what's his nationality? So, like, stay. I obviously I know your nationality, but state your nationality, stay his nationality, so that people are not assuming like, oh, girl, please, you know, you know us, you know, enter whatever ethnicity True. or nationality, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we can't do that. He's Mexican and I'm Colombian. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I want I want it to be clarified that they are us too so like <laughs> don't think that that's yeah. just reserved like that kind of maturity and that kind of understanding is they enjoy the super bowl halftime show just like the rest of us <laughs> so yeah no and i mean things aren't perfect we've had our moments where we argue you of know course. it usually lasts like for two seconds <laughs> yeah i mean and you're, it's usually because you're i'm a hothead and i yeah, it's usually because I'm the hothead and I say something stupid and he'll just be like, whatever, like, get over it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then we go about our business. But um, it's never perfect, but we try the best that we can, you know? We have more uh, good good moments than bad ones. I can't even, I don't even remember the bad ones, honestly. That's awesome. That is so, so cool. Uh, aside from... But I know... Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I was gonna say, aside from checking your ego, what else are people doing wrong? People in that situation who are doing it wrong, what else are they missing? What else are they failing at doing? I think jealousy. People get jealous yeah. of the significant other, and you can't do that. Like, I've come to terms that me and her bring different things to the table. She um, is an amazing cook, amazing. And I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm <laughs> hustling all day, and I'm going to go eat out. You, you are know? here trying to boil water. <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> So I totally, like, we just bring different things to the table, and I'm totally fine with that. I'm okay with my son growing up and knowing that we each are teaching them different things, and that's totally fine, you know? That, that a little bit of that, and I know I've, I just realized that my saying this to you is even cooler because you got to freaking meet him and I'm so jealous. But this sounds a little bit like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So how he had his like official dad, but then he had his, his well, he yeah. called his Rich Dad. Oh, is which, that what that book which, is about? I never knew. I, I thought the book was about like how to be a rich dad as opposed no, no, to how no, to no, be no, a poor no, dad. No, 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 no. Rich Dad, oh. Poor Dad is, is a reference to his father, his mm -hmm. biological father, and then his father figure who was a rich man and how they both taught him very valuable lessons oh, um, in life. And yeah. it, it's a great book and I think everyone, everyone should read that book. Um, but she actually mm -hmm. met him, so mm -hmm. I'm jealous. <laughs> 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 that must have been so cool. Now did it was you, very cool. by any chance, did you grow up in a co-parenting situation? No, my parents are still married. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 30-something years. Uh, do y'all, like, I guess early on, did you ever wonder about, like, the effect, the, like, the, did you ever wonder the effect it was having on your son? Yes. I, yeah, and it, he told me one day, this was years later, he was like, you know, Mom, whenever, um, I was with dad and you weren't here. I would wonder if you missed me. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God, baby, you really <laughs> thought that? He's like, yeah, I did. And so I know, I just, I know that I made the right decision by moving back here with him. Oh, um, wow. That's mm -hmm. awesome. There should I be know. more people like you. <laughs> I know. Yo, right now, somebody that works in the court is going to be like, listen, I, I need you guys to listen to this episode, okay? <laughs> yeah. Because people can do it. <laughs> Without climbing up the court. I, I mean, I was, I was talking to Vicky uh, about a month ago. We were talking because our co-parenting situation got even more intense now because my son's 11. He's in the preteen area now. Yeah. And a preteen years. And he's um, getting suspended from school. He has mm. girlfriends. He's <laughs> learning about drugs. And so our co-parenting situation now is even like I'm realizing that it's even stronger now because we're all on the same page as far as um, how we're disciplining him, the conversations we're having. We're all feeling the same type of pain, too, just with some of the situations that I told Vicky about recently yeah. that we've been going through to see his stepmom crying the way that she did, just like I did. I was like, you know, my son is very lucky. <laughs> Oh, very that's lucky. amazing. That is really amazing. Yeah. Now, I know you said you guys are all on the same page, but the first thing I, I thought about was that whole, the co-parenting blended family scenario when it comes to discipline. Oh, and yeah. But I know just now you said you guys are all on the same page, but was that ever a situation where it's like, here are, the, here are your views and how you feel he should be disciplined, but here is, your, um, here is his father and his father's new wife 
and they may have or she may have different views on discipline and how to discipline a child. Yeah, we had a situation in the past where um, my son, for some reason, um, he listens more to me as far like when he's with me, he's like a little angel. He doesn't do anything. He's just he's a really good kid. When he's with his dad and around his dad's family, he tends to have a temper. He talks back. He yells back at his dad. Um, and I've always tried to be supportive of his dad when I see him, like, arguing with them. I always tell him, you need to respect your dad. You need to cut that out, you know? Yeah. Um, but we did, at one point, they noticed that my son respected me more in that sense. So whenever he wasn't behaving good at his house, they would call me on the phone and have me try to discipline. Or they would, like, tell him, if you don't behave good, we're going to call your mom. Like, kind of scare him like that. Yeah. And then I became the bad guy. So oh. I had to have a conversation with them. Like, y'all need to stop. Like, whatever <laughs> happens in your household is your house. And what happens in mine is mine. And you can't keep calling me as the disciplined person because it only makes him, like, resent me or act a certain way because he's afraid of me. And that's not what I'm trying to cultivate. Yeah. And so they kind of backed off and stopped doing that. Hmm. Um. And then what What else? I mean, I think we only had one other time where his stepmom made a comment to me and said, because I am like, I, I do, I travel a lot and I, my businesses are very important to me just as my son is, but I make sure that I have a healthy balance. And she had made a comment once about how maybe I'm not present in his life as much as I should be. <laughs> and that was hard um, to listen to. Um, but I know that a maybe it was hard because there's a little bit of truth behind it. Um, so I had to take a look at myself and how I was maybe balancing my time or, or things like that. And then also um, when she said that we were in, we were actually at his house. She said that and then she went into the kitchen and started cleaning. Like she kind of removed herself. Um, so we actually spoke about it a few days later over the phone after we were both calm and, you know, and I told her, I was like, I don't think that you really had the authority to tell me that, but at the same time, you kind of do because you are his stepmom. So if you're seeing something that maybe I'm lacking in, I would, I would appreciate it if you guys told me. So again, it's one of those moments where I have to check my ego at the door and self-reflect um like am i really being as present as i should be in this moment um so that was a good learning experience for both of us and growth as well because we did it without arguing girl, <laughs> but better you i than know me. like i <laughs> girl because no because i know i i told i mentioned to a friend and i was talking to her about it and how that comment hurt me and she's like girl i would have you know i would have cursed and done all this stuff and i'm like but that doesn't get you anywhere and she's just expressing her point of view, you know? And mm -mm. so we just had to sit down and look at it together and talk about it. I couldn't. Um, I Like, I couldn't. <laughs> even even in my most calming way, I would have, like, read her for filth. Like, <laughs> like in my, and I'm, I, I can do that. I can very calmly, like, suck the soul out of someone and just, like, throw it in the trash right in front of them. Like, I, I, I can do that. I did it to a guy in a bank today. So I'm like, nope. <laughs> I would absolutely just like tear you apart very nicely too. Like, and thank you for listening. I know I joked about this earlier, but I have to ask: Are any of the four books you've written about this topic, like co-parenting? Because if, if if not, 
I, I feel like they have I to feel be. like you are more than qualified. You have to. <laughs> Seriously. Because people need, like, 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 like Vicky said, people need it. Um, and while you were talking, I, I, this is sad to say, but I thought about um, all the couples out there who, I guess, like we were joking earlier, aren't mature enough or at the point where they can admit that, you know what, maybe a co-parenting, a co-parenting situation might be the best for us. And they just kind of stay together in the toxic Relationship. situation that they're in instead of just saying like you know what let's try something different and that's actually somebody i spoke to today that's the realization she got to she realized that you know what still love still have love for this person but right now us together as parents in a relationship is just not working and she said once they both took that you know that they they put that space between them she was happier. He was happier when they were with their kids at separate times. They were happier. They, you know, when, 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 when the kids were with dad, dad did his and his thing. And when they were with her, she did her thing. And they were just happier as people, as individuals. When, once they admitted that, you know what? Staying together isn't the best option for us or the kids. And I feel like there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who need to realize like that. You know what? That is, like, like, like Vicky said earlier, that is an option that might be healthier than what we're staying in right now. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Like, I came to terms that they're perfect for each other, and me and him are better off as friends. And I know that in the middle of the night, if I get a flat tire at 2 o'clock in the morning, I could call them and they would be there for me. Why? Because we are both, on both sides, very supportive of one another and of the family choices that we make. Whereas I will tell you, 10 years ago when I was being uh, like a little bitch arguing with him all the time and all of that stuff, and I had this ego, uh, there were moments where he would tell me like, well, go have one of your friends help you, you know, like he, he just didn't want to deal with me. But right now in this moment, I could call him and tell him, yo, my light fixture went out and he'd come and he'd fix it for me because... That's the type of relationship that we have now, you know? Let, let Vicky call me. I'll be like, yo, you got a flashlight on your phone. <laughs> just tape that to the front of your car and drive <laughs> you're such a gentleman but like, like I said it's um it is an option um I you know I I grew up in a house where parents didn't want to be together and it was like why why tea. <laughs> please um but like why stay and make all of our lives miserable mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. so let's stay together so that we can torture the kids with misery like that doesn't even make mm-hmm. sense but you know people do it every day yeah you know one thing too um sorry that i'm thinking about off the top of my head um we we touched on like jealousy and reasons why people um, maybe don't like to co-parent and they just make it a difficult situation. But I think that when you look at, and this is something that I self-reflected on myself, is that at the beginning when they first started dating um, and they bought a house and they got married and they had more kids, I started to feel like, well, why is he getting everything? Like, why did we break up and why is he having so much success as far as like a home, a family, marriage, and I'm still single. I'm still over here struggling. Like I'm struggling to get by with money and struggling as a single parent. And I still don't own a house and all this stuff. And I was like venting to my mom and I was so upset. And I'm like, I was like feeling almost vindictive against him. And my mom was like, you should be grateful 
that he has a home that he can provide for your child. And you should be grateful that he has a stepmom that loves him the way that you do. And you should be grateful. And so she kind of like flipped it for me. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're like so right. And that's something that I struggled with for a very long time was um, still they're married, they're having more kids, all of that stuff. And I still haven't had that for myself. Like, I still don't have a family. I'm still single. It's just me and my son. And I realized that, like, especially around the holidays, because that's when you feel it the most whenever you are single. I realized that I'm out there hoping and wishing that I had this family, but I've had it this whole time and it was them. And what I mean by that is like their children, like I love their children, like they're mine. And I always tell them too. I'm like, they're my kids. <laughs> um, but even like that, I'm like, I don't need to find a husband and get married to have more kids. Cause I have theirs, even though I don't get them all the time, I get to have them every once in a while and I can go take them out for lunch or I take them to the zoo or they come and they sleep over and I still have love. And I guess, I still have that family dynamic. And so I stopped focusing on like all the negativity of like, why them? Why do they get all of that stuff and not me? And just started realizing like, this is, this is your situation. You got to make the best of it. And you have to be grateful for all that you do have, you know? And yeah. I'm hoping that one day I'll actually attract something. But in the meantime, I'm, I've learned to be happy with the blended family that I have. Yeah, that's um, that, and then that's a big thing too, right? Like sh uh, shifting your perspective, like, um, being coming from a place of being grateful instead of the like bitter the spiteful, bitter, bitter. Bit, I said bitter, <laughs> bitter, jealous, bitter. like, and how and the profound effect that has of just shifting your perspective yeah. instead of focusing on all the negative, which you can, you can equally also just focus on the positive because it's like I read. I read in this book that it was like, um, I hate when people say they're realists, like, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not optimistic. I'm not pessimistic. I'm just, I'm a realist. I'm guilty of this. I've said this too. <laughs> and in the book, the guy's like, he's like, I hate that because you can either be positive or you can be negative. He was like, if you choose to be positive, that doesn't mean that the negative isn't just as real and vice versa. He's like, to be real is to still be negative because you're saying that without all this, neg like you're mm -hmm. saying here are two things that I can focus on. I can either focus on the good or focus on the bad. And if I choose to focus on the bad, people have to tell me like, oh, you're, you're, you're way too pessimistic. Or if, you, if I choose to focus only on the positive, it's like, oh, but you're not keeping and you're not, you're not really acknowledging the bad. It's like, no, I know it's just as real. I'm just choosing the one that fits me, that makes me feel better. Yeah. Like, that's, that's yes. the one I'm going to go with. So it, it reminded me of that. Think, and that's what I think a lot of people fail at when they co-parent is that they focus on the negative. They only focus on the me, me, me portion. Why me? Why me? And let me point the finger at you and you're the problem instead of just focusing on the good stuff and then going from there. And that man it took a lot of years for me to get to a point <laughs> to where i'm at with them but it is very possible very very possible it just takes work and and you know and and i know people are going to hear this and the what's what is going to be the immediate response if someone hears this like no it's very possible be like, yeah no or they're going to yeah. be like it's 
so much easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one's saying that it's easy. Yeah. No one is saying that it's easy. It like, takes well, a lot of fucking work. It's not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen in a yeah. month. It's not going to happen in a year. It takes time and it takes work. But shit, don't let that be the reason that, oh, it's it's so much easier said than done. Everything is so much easier yeah. said than done. Absolutely everything. I can say I can do <laughs> 10 push-ups. Ask me to do them. <laughs> You'll get lucky if you get two and a half. You know, like everything is said is easier said than done. I just hate that people use that scapegoat to, you know, to be like, I don't, I, I, I'm not going to do it because, you know, we acknowledge that it's so much easier said than done. Instead of, mm-hmm. instead of saying that, it could be like, well, it is possible if I put in work and know that it's going to take time. Somebody's going to be like, well, that, well that's Arizona. That's not going to work in New Jersey. That, yeah, it's not going to work in New Jersey. <laughs> but you um, yeah. but you and your blended family and everybody that's a part of it, you guys are proof that it can work. It, it can, can work. We're young. We're, we're yes. usually like um, we're all within the same age group, our listeners too. And guys, this can be you too. <laughs> You're, you're, you're you guys motivated you. Yeah, I right, all day. <laughs> but you guys motivated me. One I will write a book now about it. <laughs> what now what? I said I'm gonna write my book about it. You now. have you really, to. No, for you real. You to. really should. Like, I'm, I'm. Sh- I know that you have a children's book, um, but I'm really shocked that that you haven't written a book regarding this. I think I might. You, you have, have to. to. Like, there's no you might. You have to. We're, when you, we're demanding it. And when you do, <laughs> you're going to come on the You Me We podcast and we're going to debut your book. And yes. that, that, we'll have a signing and all that stuff. But until then, <laughs> on behalf awesome. of all of the bitter, angry co-parenting What do you mean couples, on behalf? No, 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 Excuse on behalf. me? I, I'm, I'm speaking for them. For, <laughs> I'm speaking for the bitter, unhappy co-parenting situations right now. Who, who refuse to take a step back from their egos and the jealousy to, to see how they can make it, make it a better situation. I want to say thank you for the, the gems you've dropped. Yeah, for real. Um, thank you for all of the information you've given us and the, the words of wisdom. Um, it, like, like Vicky said, it was needed, and I hope everyone listening who, um, who needed to hear it heard it. And, and if you heard it, and but it didn't feel that you didn't, it's not applicable to you, I know you know someone that is applicable to. So yeah. send it to them. Mm-hmm. Tell them to listen to mm-hmm. it. <laughs> or maybe we need an ego check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Well, if you don't you think it's for, for you, me. but you're not doing so well with the with the other person in your son's life, you need an ego check. <laughs> so Janine, we mm-hmm. want to say thank you for joining us on this episode of the You Me We podcast. Any any last words you want to? Actually, no. Um, we mentioned your book and your tea. Where can people find more information about about your products? So my, um, well, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Janine, J-A-N-I-N-E, Hernandez, with a Z at the end, and then it's an underscore. Um, and so I have all of my information on there, but my website is JanineHernandez.com. You can find everything on there, my books, my teas, my coaching programs, everything is on there. Awesome. That's awesome. So everybody check her out at JanineHernandez.com. And this has been another episode of the You, Me, We podcast.